Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. And now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right, bow, sucker! Yeah! <laughs> bow down to your master! Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, the website that rocks, KMOD.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app. Available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we're on Facebook, Facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Corby. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning. So we're going to play Schnip Schnapp Schnur today. Woo! We'll see what Gimpy wants to talk about. We've got Conspiracy Thursday. And we're going to do our top list, where we put together a list of things and uh, share with you, and then you guys share with us. It's like a big share. It's like a big circle group thing 
Really? Anyway, so, well, I mean, I've never been in one. I'm just assuming that's what it would be like. No experience in that at all. <laughs> what? Gross? In a big circle group thing? Oh, it's not. Oh, oh. It's another podcast. Save it for two. Get the details on that. Yeah. <laughs> Ask Sam about MLM and Circle. Yeah. Uh, there is this crazy story about this little boy missing in Mays County. Are you guys familiar with this? Mm-mm. So this little boy went missing yesterday, and they've been looking for him ever since. 1130 is when this happened. He was on the family's property near Salina in Mays County. All he was wearing was a pull-up diaper and Crocs, and they cannot find him. And he's two years old. Police have been out there with, you know, all the necessary things you would use, horses, drones, uh, heat sensing equipment, helicopters. They've been using a grid all to find this little boy who's two years old. Doesn't know how to find food. Nope. Doesn't know how to find water. Easily could be hauled away by a you know, monkey. <laughs> as we saw in that video on a motorcycle yeah right i'm not trying to make light i'm saying that like th- there's there's a clear threat here absolutely and if you're familiar with mays county mays counties were prior and i think shoto's in mays county as well is mm-hmm. that it's pretty dense yeah there's not it's not like an urban like, serenade where someone oh. could just come and pick him up right right it's a lot of countryside out there for sure Right. That's not to say that's not what happened. Mm-hmm. Who kn- I, don't, I don't know. I'm just saying that the likelihood of him wandering off and getting lost, disoriented, interacting with an animal, all much higher than him being picked up by somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, all I can think my about is being has too- a deer. Uh, my family has a deer stand that is... Like, I mean, close-ish to hardly, where my mom Now is hardly the time to talk about hunting. There is a boy no, no, no. missing not, Sam. No, no, no. no. And, and who knew you Stop hunted? It. Like, Stop it, you two. I can't believe no, we, we I, went down this rabbit hole of hunting all of a sudden. The only thing I could see you hunting for, not, Sam, is snipe. <laughs> going snipe hunting. Oh, I'm going to kill you both. Right. No, I mean, I could see her maybe doing some do fishing. Hunting. Fishing You guys for have sure. a fishing hole you like to frequent, mm. Sam? I mean, you want to bring that up? <laughs> no, I don't really like fishing that much. But, no, my point being... I tried to get to it by myself once, and, like, I've been there. My family's taken me there a couple of times, and I got very disoriented and very lost and had a cell phone to have someone come help me because I could not find my way out. Because when you're in, what, dense woods, every direction looks the exact same. So you're like, I'll just follow whatever way I came in. I'll just follow that same way out. Well, it's very hard to do that, let alone being two years old and trying to figure that out. Yeah. yeah. How old were you when you went to the deer stand? Like literally, like seventeen. I was a grown up. <laughs> I still got lost. <laughs> Could you find it now? And scared. No, well, oh, could I? No, no, I couldn't. I don't believe you. I bet you can. 
No cell phone this time. Mm. Why do you want me to get lost in the woods? How are you going to get lost? We'll know where you're being. Right, right. There won't be an amber alert for you. (laughs) It'd be a silver alert. Shut up, you bitch. (laughs) People couldn't see Gimpy's reaction. Like, he knew he just hit a wiffle ball out of the park. He did. (laughs) Two years old, and, you know, in. Like to make the story even more heartbreaking, he was wearing a pull-up and Crocs. Well, at least he's comfy. I'm just saying that, like, he's wearing a pull-up diaper. Like, mm. that's the cliche two-year-old. I'm playing outside on a beautiful day attire. Yeah. Yeah. So he just went missing just yesterday. Yes. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. Hopefully, they'll find him today. For sure. I, I don't know. I. I was thinking about this all morning since I heard about it yesterday. And what do you do? Like, how far out? What's the circle of how far out this kid could go? Oh, I would say at least at least a five-mile radius. Okay, I know five miles seems like a five. lot. I know it for, for a two-year-old, but you would be surprised at how quick these things can move. And they're just wandering, wandering, wandering. These I think, things. I think that uh, to start off, a good five-mile radius would be, would be where to start. Just circle off from the house, five miles out, boom, and start your search. And then maybe, you know, after the five miles pass by, all right, we search and search and search. There's nothing. Maybe expand it out a couple of extra miles after that. And you know yeah. what I know about two-year-olds? Uh, they fall a lot. Yeah. Yeah, because they can't walk. Yeah. They're just learning. They're not sturdy yet. And in Crocs? Crocs on rocks? Mm-mm. This says that a two-year-old can probably go about two and a half miles in a day. Wow. And that's based off yeah, calculating the number of steps a two, two-year-old like makes in a day and then, you know, trying to figure out how much how much that would get how far that would get you yeah. which is like 14,000 steps. You got to factor two in two year old steps. You got to factor in the uh, distractions, all right, cuz it's not like a 2 year old is exactly laser focused on right. anything, you know. The ooh a squirrel, ooh a bunny. I mean, well, I'm just, you know, let's say he's out in the woods or whatever. You know, and it goes and chases that off. Now there's the thing that you don't think about. Let's say that this kid found a squirrel, right? He's just a 2 year old. Ooh, squirrel. And then chases it. And that's how he gets so far out. He's just trying to catch a little body. No, until, I mean, you a, a squirrel can outrun a baby. I couldn't catch a squirrel. They're fast AF. So I, I feel like being like, well, he's 10 miles out because he saw a squirrel and tried to catch up with it. More than likely, you would fall first. And then, you know, you don't have your mom to comfort you when you have a boo-boo. So you would be, you know, sitting there for a while. So I, I don't picture a two-year-old being on the move for 24 hours. <laughs> I feel like they get tuckered out and you know, scared. And anytime I've seen like a little kid get scared, it's usually like a tantrum. So I would think that a five mile radius is way, way, way too much. That's text. Uh, I don't know. Do we know the location of all registered monkeys in the area and have any small motorcycles gone missing? Good God. Yeah, right. I I get it. (laughs) One monkey steals a baby. 
and you know, obviously people want to help out where they can, but the, the sheriff's office is saying, please do not come to the search site. I think you'd just be making matters worse at that point. Let, let the professionals I mean, do it. Yeah, essentially you're pulling them away from that to help you to deal with you. Mm. Um, this, say that, this says that uh, Jesse Dale Young is the two-year-old boy's name. He's three foot, three inches tall, and he weighs 35 pounds. Damn. Oh, my God. And he was in a pull-up diaper and blue in color Croc-style shoes. And the Salina funny. Police Department, Mays County Sheriff's, Locust Grove Police, OHP, GRDA Police, Disney Police, Salina Fire Department, uh, Disney Fire Department, Prior Fire Department, Mays County Emergency Management Team, Rogers County Sheriff's Office. All these people are trying to help find this little boy. If you know anything or see anything, just call 911. Wonder, that is your best bet. I wonder what the parents, you know, are saying about it. Like, why? Why I can tell boy? you what they're saying. I can guarantee they're losing their mind. Well, I get that. I get that. But when the police go to question, right, and that's kind of where I'm at. What were you doing? What were you doing? How come you didn't have an eye on your child? Okay, were you were you doing uh, laundry and no just way. paying attention? Or, or no, way. I'm sure they're I'm sure they're asking that, but it's they're out in the country on their own property. Mm -hmm. This is not uncommon for letting your kids, let, you know, run on the property. Yeah, but at two years old, any 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 parent at should two know, years old at two years old, any parent should know. You keep an eye on them. And, you know, it's one thing for a to let a six year old go outside and play, run the land, run in the woods. Okay, that's one thing because they can kind of take care of themselves way more than a two year old for sure. Still need help from mom and dad, but. A two-year-old. There's um, any any parent should know. Hey, you got you got to watch those things. Gimpy, it's a dickish move to blame the parents. Just I'm a not, little bit. I'm not. I'm blaming sure the parents. I'm, <laughs> I'm just questioning. I'm asking the same question that everybody else <laughs> listening right now is asking in their head. I'm just bringing it out. What happened? I, I don't. I I know where your head is, but it's a different mindset. Mm. In a place like Mays County. Because it's so rural? Well, I mean, they've got their own land. It's not uncommon. I, I don't live in Mays County, but I let my two-year-old on the back porch, and I don't keep an eye on her every second she's out there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or her sister's out there with her. And then every few minutes, I look to make sure I have eyes on them. Right. It takes no time at all for a little one to run away. Mm -mm. We had Just yesterday, uh, the wind was kind of kicking up. She was playing with a ball. And the ball went beyond the garage. I turned around. She was gone. I didn't know where she was, right? Yeah. And I ran out into the driveway, looked around, and finally saw her, and she was chasing that ball. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? And luckily, but it doesn't even, she could, I don't have that dense area where it's just, boom, into the woods, gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. And then you run in the opposite direction because you think they went that way. I mean, it's. It's not a eyes on all the time at two years old, especially if you have your own land where you feel safe. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I was going to say, I think it's, it's different out in the country. Uh, someone making a great point. What was the temperature last night? 
Yeah, it was pretty uh, cold for a two-year-old with just a diaper on. Yeah. Yeah, like I think it got below fifty or something. Yeah. I, I I think that well, it's one of those bizarre stories that I hope they find that little boy. Uh, I think about the little boy and being two years old, and my kid gets scared when a stranger approaches them. Yeah. The doorbell rings. And my kid freaks out because they're still trying to figure out all that stuff. They see a crane bug on the outside of the glass, <laughs> and they think it's trying to. It's on the inside and flips out. It's gonna eat me. <laughs> right? It's a bug. Weird. It's a it bug. So much in common. <laughs> <laughs> all the things you just named also scare me. <laughs> yeah, I, I. Except you can smash the bug. I mean, at, at two years old, you're not. You're not incredibly agile. Uh, we're still having it with you. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's the same. I'm sorry, Sam. <laughs> There's no yeah. getting around. We're going to get you a backpack with a leash. <laughs> well, again, if you know anything or see anything that you think could help in finding this little boy, Jesse Dale Young, who's two years old, who's gone missing in Mays County, please call 911. The, they're looking for him. He's been gone since yesterday at 11.30. And they're going to do more searching this morning at 8 a.m. But this little boy is missing and his family is heartbroken. Uh, so again, yeah. if you need more on that, make sure you hit up our news partner, Two Works For You. Uh, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll do news quickies. You're listening to the big... Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Uh, all right. So let's do this. News quickies. Uh, all these stories are on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69. It's time for news quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? Now here's Corbin, Kimpy, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News quickies from the Big Man Morning Show in 97.5 KMOD. Mom criticized by parents after putting acrylic nails on her baby. <laughs> but she looked good. This is so I bad. imagine she looks so good. Look at the baby nail. <laughs> no. Gimpy, you have to go look at the picture of this. Oh, I'm going. So this mom shared the picture and of these acrylic nails. And the the style of the acrylic nails, they're very long. They're ballerina style. And so they kind of point <laughs> at the end. And um, there are some that are bedazzled. And then there's one in the middle that has like a Louis Vuitton logo. Um, and so she shared this to Reddit and people were outraged. One person said, so goddamn trashy and awful. And then other people are worried about the baby's safety because the nails are so long that the baby could poke her eye out easily. Babies scratch themselves already on accident, let alone with these long ass nails. And for the the record, the acrylic nails, they are like super stuck to your nail bed. I had to, since, you know, the, the quarantine, the coronavirus thing happened, mine were growing out so long, so I had to, like, chip mine off, and it hurt so bad. They're super-duper stuck to your fingernails. So even just getting the fingernails off this baby is going to be painful, and 
Like, there's literally nothing you can do with those hands because her nails are so long. Oh, but she the prettiest a baby in all of the daycare, Sammy. She looks so good with her nails. <laughs> Coke nails. So messed up. That one on uh, her thumb I, is super pointy. Yeah. Yeah. I would say the only difference between this and piercing ears is one's more socially acceptable. True statement. True statement. Uh, you, you expect mm-mm. little girls at, at, at that young age go ahead and pierce their ears. They It's like getting a circumcision when you're born. You don't really no. remember or feel the, the pain. Well, a circumcision, there's a medical definition on why you should get it. Getting Piercing a child's ears is because you think that person should be getting their ears pierced. Oh, totally. The child isn't asking for it. Well, the circumcision, the medical necessity, there really isn't one, except it makes them look prettier. Ah, There's a perceived ah, medical necessity. Ah, Cleanliness. That's it right there. That one word. It's just not the same is all I'm saying. It's not the same as piercing nails or piercing ears or uh, doing nails. Like, it's not the same argument. Well... When you get your ears pierced, I'm, you know, I think I was like uh, 10 when I got it done. And I wish my parents did it when I was a baby, when I didn't remember it. Because I remember (laughs) running from the lady when she got my ears pierced because she did one. And the other one, I was terrified because it hurt so bad. Clearly, this is the nails are too long and is like literally a hazard. It could poke her face. Like, Mm -hmm. I think the nails are way worse. Well, like I said, the only difference is one's more socially acceptable because both of them is the parent pushing it onto the child. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know that baby That's didn't. true. Yeah, neither one of them at that age. And for the Lauren. record, for the record, why are her nails, the mom or the parents here, so bad? <laughs> for real, well, look at that jagged she, son of a bitch. You been gnawing on that thumb, lady? <laughs> she's like, she's living through her kid. You know, she's like a stage mom. That's what she's doing. Yeah. <laughs> you got it right um, there. Do, yeah. Corbin, do your girls, are their ears pierced? No. No? Okay. Are you going to? Well, and if so, at what age? Or are you going to wait for them to ask for it? I, they'll have to ask for it. Okay, okay. I mean, well, I mean if I'm if I'm going to force a piercing on them, why don't I force a tattoo on them? <laughs> Just a little baby tattoo. <laughs> Again, one's more socially acceptable. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. Lord willing, when I have a baby, they're getting their ears pierced. Two months old. Boom. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know how that gun sounds. Two, two months old. I think that's a little too early. Uh, oh my we, gosh, dude! People do it all the time. Yeah, I think we did. My daughter's; she was like three, maybe four, when we took her to get her ears pierced. So, so did she ask for it? Uh, no, we just did because why? That's what you do with little girls. Little girls wear <laughs> earrings. Little girls don't need acrylic nails, but why not? I I just think that's just too young for 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 that. That's too much. But, that's a bottom mutilation. Totally fine. Absolutely, it's just a little prick in the ear, man. That's it. That's it. It's not like we're says getting, you. Well, it's not like you're taking your your two year old daughter to get her nipples pierced or anything. It's the ears. It's very common everywhere that you go in all of society. You said it yourself, man. One's more acceptable than the other. 
So socially acceptable, absolutely. not acceptable like it's okay. Socially <laughs> acceptable. There's a lot of things. Gender mutilation is, is an acceptable thing in certain cultures. That doesn't mean it's acceptable and okay. You have a very good genital point there. mutilation. Yes, yes. We. No, I'm just. I'm talking about the word acceptable. Right. Yeah. It's socially acceptable to do gender modifications in many countries. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a perceived well, medical reason to do um, circumcision. Like, okay, so I just want to tell Gimpy that it does hurt really bad. It's not a little prick in the ear because I've wanted to get, like, the second holes. I already have, you know, one <laughs> I have one hole in my ear, and I wanted to get more, but it hurts too bad, and I'm too chicken, I'm, so I haven't done it. And you know what? Honestly, I wish my parents would have just given me three holes each ear when I was two months old, and it would have, you know, I wouldn't have to deal with it. <laughs> and you know what? If I didn't like it as a grown-up, I would just pull them out. It's easy. Do you have, so you only have one ear pierced right now? No, I mean, I have one on each side. Right, but she doesn't have multiples. Like, I had like six in each ear running up and down, you know, my entire ear. You did? Mm Mm-hmm, on each side, and the one, two, three. Oh, yeah, we've talked about this. He had a ton of piercings. Yeah. It was in the teens, wasn't it, the whole body? Yeah, 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 13 different piercings. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought that, I didn't know they were in the ears. Oh, yeah, I'm surprised you never noticed that. I mean... I don't know if you can see the camera Still? Oh, okay, you don't have jewelry You're completely in the- off okay. microphone. I can't hear anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this thing doesn't go that close, but but yeah, they're still there and they're still, you know, open. I can still put jewelry in them if I wanted to. I'm just don't. Right. Yeah, it's I'm girly. Past that, past that point in my my life. I don't need any of that. I'm good. Uh, <laughs> woman arrested after calling 911 to report that her kitty was on fire. This happens in Ohio where a 50-year-old woman named Katrina Morgan, she calls up 911 over the weekend, says that her minge was on fire and she needed the fire department to come and put it out with her hose. Well, she hung up the phone real quick and the dispatcher called back. When they did, she reminded them, come put this pooter out, it's on fire. Okay. Well, a call like that's definitely going to draw the attention of the police, as they did. The cops come out there to uh, the house where she was at. She was at a friend's house, and uh, she appeared highly intoxicated. Big surprise. Uh, had trouble walking, slurring her speech. Um, luckily, there were no actual cats or body parts on fire. Uh, they ended up handcuffing the woman and arresting her after a, a bit of a struggle. They put her in the back of the cop car, took her downtown. They got her for pub, uh, disrupting public service, which is a felony, along with making false alarms and resisting. And She's she- like, you, you didn't bring the hose. <laughs> Wrong hose, <laughs> officer. <laughs> I think Where's she's like, I can see your host from here. <laughs> <laughs> she's not uh, attractive at all. No, 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 no. no. She clear, she's got, I don't know her age, but I did see her mugshot. I'm going to say 42. Okay, okay, Sammy. Did you catch it? Because I did say the age in the story. I did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't listen to oh, that close. Yeah, no. I get it. I get it, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> guess. Uh, my guess was going to be like 51. Yeah, she's 50 years old. 50 years old. Okay. Old enough to know better. Katrina. The, she looks the, a little the worn. Fire truck, it's probably. The fire truck show up, <laughs> and they're like, man, our hoses are all shriveling up. They won't work. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I 
try <laughs> to pull these fire hoses out, and it just doesn't what? want to come out. Yeah, what Gimpy didn't read from the story, because I've read this story too, is that they made only recruits go and work in this case. <laughs> You're up, rookie. You want to prove yourself? Get in there. Grab your hose and go. <laughs> Homeowner finds naked and feces-covered stranger in his pool. Excuse me? This oh, happened in God. Florida. And the young man uh, was completely under the influence of drugs, holding a pool brush covered in feces. The homeowner wrestled the uh, pool brush from him, and the man said, I can be here, and then ran away. When the deputies arrived, they uh, saw a man walking down the road naked, covered in feces, appearing to be under the influence. He was taken to the hospital, medically cleared, and charged with indecent exposure and unarmed burglary of an occupied dwelling He's still in jail on a $5,500 bond. Uh, it didn't what say what drug? he was messed up on, yeah. Oh, well, I was wondering. I, yeah, like, I didn't, okay, I, they didn't, didn't clear it. You don't get drunk enough to smear feces. You don't get messed up enough to do that. Like, there, ha- there, has, I, there has to be some, what drug could you, maybe formaldehyde? No, shrooms. mushrooms, LSD, PCP, yeah, LSD for any sure. kind of hallucinogen, absolutely, mm-hmm. you would be. Mm. Because at that point, you don't know that you're smearing <laughs> duty all over yourself. I mean, it could be, you, you think it's, it's you're taking a sponge bath or something like that, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the and it could, be the, it could be a bad trip, too. Absolutely. I mean, like, what he got was some tainted stuff, yeah. Yeah, well, it's a bad trip for sure. Yeah, you end up be- naked and in jail. Thanks for being our resident expert on <laughs> all things drugs. That's what I'm here for. That's that's why my past. Hey, is listen, there. you can keep saying that, but only one of us has been charged. <laughs> that's you, Pablo Escobar. <laughs> <laughs> Say the line. Freaking Tylenol 3. Doesn't matter. Drugs are All drugs, these stories are right? on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69. We'll be back. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text... BMMS, and then what you want to say to 82945. And we've got Conspiracy Thursday. We've got our top list, but right now it's time to do sports. Several major conferences have announced the number of their schools that expect to open their campuses in the fall, which could open the door for the start of college football season. In the Big 12, all 10 schools expect their campuses to be open, while all but Vanderbilt in the SEC will open this fall. In the ACC, 8 of the 14 schools plan to open, and Five of the 12 in the Pac-12 believe they'll be open. In the Big Ten, however, not one of the 14 schools can say for certain if they will have students back this fall. Okay, so there's that story, right? And then I'm going to read this story to you, just the headline of it, because when you hear it, you're going to be like, wait, we just... Okay, here's the headline. 
College football insiders say chance of playing a season in the fall is decreasing each day and a shortened season could be a possibility. How many times have we said it? Nobody knows what they're talking about. Everybody's speaking out of their uh, ass. That's just like Everybody. a baby glimmer of hope. Everybody's not sure. They're just floating ideas. Right, trying to appease publicly. the masses, trying to just, you know, give anybody something, something. We all know what's it's up. It's unbelievable, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's Man, just, so if, it's happening, it's not happening, it's got, happening, it's not happening. If you got selected to be on one of these teams or whatever, and this is going to be your season, and it, you were supposed to start in the fall, and you're one of the schools that don't start in the fall, do they re-recruit people or they just like pause and we'll just use you next year? No, I mean, you sign a contract. So then you still get to. Well, you have to, yeah, you're committed to there. Yeah. You're just maybe next season. Well, what if you get fat and you suck? Then you'll get cut from the team and lose your your, uh, scholarship. Scholarship. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So they still have to be responsible, you know, keep them abs up. As responsible as a college student can be, yes. There's a great video I saw this morning of high school kids. Uh, I think it was on the East Coast somewhere. And it was a video for their coaches and administration stuff. And it was just them explaining how they'd worked so hard for this year to be their, and then they listed goals like playing uh, football or playing uh, lacrosse or softball or tennis. And they'd worked so hard for these, this moment. And now it's, it's gone. Uh, and the not. one that got me was like, I had big plans for this my senior year, and now they don't have it. Yeah, it sucks for those senior players for sure, um, the senior kids, not senior citizens, because that's their last year. I mean, that's that's their moment. As in high school. I, I feel, though, I mean, in high school, I think that you still have a chance. Even as a senior, you still have a chance because if you think about it, if you're good enough, the, the recruiters have already seen you in your junior year. So they already know how you can play and how good you are. And then also those recruiters would have to use their brain and be like, all right, this is a pandemic. I get it. I know how you played last year. We're going to go ahead and just we'll recruit you for next year or whatever. Yeah, but what if you were someone who wasn't good your junior year and you'd worked all you know the, pre- the yeah. downtime yeah. to show yourself your senior year so you can get recruited? Yeah, yeah, that sucks. Then you're going to have to walk on and prove yourself even harder. You know, yeah, that, that sucks. Yeah, but I mean, Ooh. it's not completely ruined, is what I'm trying to say. Not completely. not only that. What if you're someone who had been had good grades your sophomore and junior year, mm-hmm. right? And forget athletics and academics. Your sophomore and junior year, but you had one slip up, and you're trying to fix that to get into the school you want to. Right, and you can't because of this. I'm, I'm sure there's ways around it. I'm sure, surely, surely the schools have a plan in place for something like it. They don't. Right. You know what? They they just need a pretty, pretty please letter. That's it. That's I it. promise I'm going to try hard. Pretty, pretty please let me in. <laughs> right. That's ball I mean, they just need a letter that says none of it matters. None of it matters. <laughs> right. That's false. The Wall Sports. I'm Stephen Sam on 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. 
We've got our top list coming up. We've also got Conspiracy Thursday. Let's go ahead and uh, see what Gimpy wants to talk about. Be around the world, take my strong hand, get on the Gimp train, I'm on the Gimp train. Be around the world, take my my strong hand, get on the Gimp train. Train. Sometimes I'll see the little beat come out and then I stomp it. You guys uh, see where this guy is quarantining? He's holed up um, in Disney World. You guys heard about the story? Uh, about the yeah. guy who squatted. Basically, basically, he's yeah. he's quarantined himself in Disney World on their uh, Discovery Island. Well, the story goes is is police got a call down in, in the Disney World area. They like, hey, there's this guy um, at Disney World. Disney World's closed because of the coronavirus. Okay, so there shouldn't be anybody there at all whatsoever. So some people had spotted this man hanging out. So they call the police. And the police come out, and they're searching, man. They are using all kinds of resources to try to find this guy. They got, they, they're on foot. They got helicopters out. They're on boats. They're hollering over the loudspeaker, you know. Hey, excuse me, sir. We know that you're in there. Come out, come out, wherever you are. Something to that effect. Well, the guy finally comes out, and he says that he did not hear them because he was asleep in one of the buildings. I call BS on that, but that's neither here nor there. All right, so... They ask him what the hell he's doing there. He says that he is uh, quarantining on Discovery Island. Now, Discovery Island, attraction at Disney World, has been closed for 20 years. 20 years. So it kind of makes sense as to why this guy would pick this particular spot to be holed up at. They asked him what he was doing. He told him that he was quarantining, said it was a tropical paradise. Okay. So the question here is, for you and everybody else in the world, if you're going to quarantine somewhere unconventional, that's the key word right here, unconventional, where would it be and why? Because, I say unconventional, because people, I want to go quarantine on a beach in Hawaii somewhere, or up in the mountains, or whatever like that. Yes, that'd be beautiful. That'd be awesome. But, we're talking about Disney World here. So, unconventional places to quarantine yourself. And I'll go ahead and go while, because I've thought about this, uh, while you guys are thinking. I feel that if I was going to quarantine myself 14 days, 21 days, however long it takes to get this pandemic by, I think I would go to the mall. I think I would quarantine myself in the mall, like Woodland Hills or something like that. And I, I say that okay. because, because here's the deal. you got all these different shops, right? Uh, that you could go to music stores and toy stores. You've got the food court there, so you can go and you can you can feed yourself and sustain. You've got bathrooms. You got everything you need right there. I think it would be the perfect spot to quarantine yourself and stay hold up for fourteen or more days. Yeah, I mean it's got everything you need. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So unconventional places yeah. um, for you to quarantine yourself. Where are you going? Can I go to the only and favorite resort in Mexico that I like to go no, to? No, no, because the unconventional places, that's the key thing there, Sam. That's a conventional place. Yeah, yeah. You've been there before. It's on a beach. It's luxurious. you got to think unconventional places to quarantine yourself. I thought maybe the okay, best. Okay, then pro Target. Target? Okay, why? 
I mean, they have cute clothes there. I like going and looking at stuff. They've got like a camping se section so that I can camp out when I need to sleep. They've got plenty of food. They like have everything that you need. See, I, I, I like that answer, but not really. Because you can only try on so many clothes. Okay, the toys are going to be, you're going to get tired of playing with them after a while, right? Now, granted, you've got the electronics department. You could probably hook up a, a Xbox or something like that, watch DVD or whatever. But here's one thing that you're missing, and, and maybe it's just me. Bed. Bedding. Like with the malls. Like I just said. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You got camping. They've got, got a, like a, a camping. You've got an air yeah, mattress. you just. Boom. <laughs> I got an air mattress. And I could put four or five sleeping bags on top of that. You can buy pillows there. Yeah. They have all the bedding section. I could make a pretty badass place to sleep. Yeah, but you'd have to air up your bed every day. You know, because you know as well as I do. You, you ain't got much a... to do in quarantine. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. I just feel like that would get old really quick. With the mall, let's just say you've got, you've got those little model beds there, right? At least it's a decent bed to sleep on. You're not having to worry about your deflated air mattress or having to blow up your bed every day and a half. Yes, but... Gimpy, mm -hmm. when the mall closes, they have those roller gates on all the stores, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe you can't even get into the mattress store that you want to get into. So maybe you're just cruising around, um, you know, doing mall walker old people things <laughs> because you can't get into anything. So at least in Target, mm -hmm. I can access all the stuff that I want. Yeah, very good point there. I didn't think about those security uh, gates. I would pick... Uh, I've got two that are rolling around my brain. Mm -hmm. Well, I was going to pick museum. Really? Because there's plenty of things to see and keep you busy. Because people forget there's a whole other part of a museum you don't see, and that's the archives. Okay. The, the basement where they keep all the old, old stuff that's yeah. not on display. Okay. The rotation of stuff, yeah. Okay. Um, but I don't like that because of the food option. And then the other one was a university. Okay. Why a university? I get the dorms. Okay, so at least you have a decent Library. place to shelter. Okay, you can Gym. keep yourself entertained. Okay. Swimming pools, uh, art area, Cat. science, the, the union mm -hmm. that has all the stuff in it, mm -hmm. food, yeah. clothes. Yeah. I think that probably would be the best out of all of them because... You have all those options. And universities are usually pretty large, right? I mean, they cover a lot of ground is what I'm trying to say. So, I mean, you're not stuck in just like one little area. Like if I was at the mall, Sammy nailed it there perfectly. I only have so much room to move around and go upstairs, downstairs. Right. That's about it. But at least... Well, and all these choices that you and I are picking or mm -hmm. that Sam's picking mm -hmm. is that uh, these are mini cities. Okay. They're still, they can, they, you can sustain that. You yeah, can sustain there. Like, uh, got this text here. It says, "I'm at Dave and Buster's, getting drunk and playing air hockey." Okay, right. I just sleeping in the booth. To me, I need something with a little more space. That's so. Like, even Target has more space than a Dave and Buster's. Yeah, yeah. And I need an actual bed, like a mattress or something like that. I, I get it. the the air mattress that Sam, you know, will be sleeping on would work. It would, it would, it would work in a pinch. But I need something more comfortable. 
That's why I choose the mall or a department store or something like that that has those model beds there with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but... Go ahead, Sam. You're not getting in that because of the roller gates, Skimpy. You're right. You're right. Um, <laughs> you're just going to be staring in there being like, I want to sleep on you, but I just have cold <laughs> tile and my jimping ain't easy hat to sleep with. <laughs> Listen, you, you put your shoes down. You use your shoes as a pillow, okay? Maybe get some trash bags out of the uh, garbage or whatnot. There's your mattress. There's mm-hmm. a way to make around it, and there's your food as well. Because I don't know, do they... Do they roller lock up the food court as well? I'm not at the mall very much during closing time, so I really don't know. I mean, some yeah, of them I have they things do. they I pull down, but of most of them is. have a door, like an area behind the little uh, counter with a door that closes and locks. Okay. Okay. Maybe the mall is a horrible spot then. Okay. This guy here says, what about an Ikea? I've never been in an Ikea before at all. Oh, my weather. God. I've heard people, and I've seen them on the news, you know, people going in there playing hide-and-seek and and getting lost or whatever like that, but I've never actually been in one. Uh, But that would be a horrible one. They're huge, dude. Yeah, but that would be a horrible one because you would get bored after a while. Yes, it has a mattress, and their food court's awesome. They've Mm -hmm. got those bomb-ass meatballs, but (laughs) there's only so much to look at. They don't have a DVD section, an electronic section. They don't have clothes. I think after two days, you'd be like, I've seen all the lamps that I want to see. Yeah, but... Right, and anything you want, you've got to put together. That's what I was about to say with an Ikea. At least you'll be occupied for a while because, I mean, they've they've got all that furniture there that you have to put together yourself. So that might be be a good little spot. Uh, Five-star hotel. See, I find that that's not on the unconventional list. Pretty it's, conventional. Yeah, it's a hotel, yeah. of course, and a five-star one at that. So you're going to take the penthouse or whatever, and you're going to you, you got a nice bed to sleep on. You got a pool. Yeah, some, you, yeah. Someone here said church camp. That that's a conventional place as well. It's prepared for people to stay for long periods. Right, right. Like the guy in the story mm-hmm. the uh, the Disney World. That place has been closed for 20 years since 1999. It's been closed down. So they're not prepared for anybody to be there at all right. whatsoever. Strip club. Got food, and I'm pretty sure the germs that reside there regularly will build an immunity to the COVID. Maybe. Here is why this is a horrible choice. Mm -hmm. You ever been in a strip club during the day with all the lights on? It's not pretty. It's actually quite dirty. It is not. Mm -hmm. It is not. And it's not like the girls will be dancing. No. What are you going to do? Like being in an arcade with everything unplugged. Yeah. Are you going to go try on their clothes to pass the time away? Because you know they have some leftover outfits, you know, hanging out thongs or, you know, high heels. You've got the music there, and you can entertain yourself uh, dancing on the pole. But, I mean, that's going to get old quick. I have one for you. the eggs from Legs and Eggs will go bad. Oh, right, Sam? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have one that Gimpy should have picked, and I can't believe he didn't. What's that? Best Buy. Um, okay. Tell All me. the snack food you want. Okay. Video games. Okay. TV, mm-hmm. music. There's refrigerators. There's stoves. They do have an instrumental section where you can go and play the instruments. Yes. Bang on the drums and, you know, teach yourself guitar or whatever. But where would you sleep, though? But where are you going to sleep? They have, usually the have a couch thing. in the premium uh, TV uh, area. To test show you the surround sound. The home theater section. Okay. You can ball up your clothes, make a pillow out of it. Because you know sleeping on the couch without a pillow, you wake up with a crick in your neck, you got taco neck syndrome, it's just not pretty at all. 
whatsoever. Well, and here's the thing too. Oh You've got to have to build some things to, to, to utilize, right? Okay. The perfect answer mm-hmm. isn't going to be perfect. Otherwise, it would be known as a common you know, place that you could stay. Right. This guy that stayed on the island that had been closed, he had to manufacture like a sleeping situation mm-hmm. and stuff like that, right? Yeah, put some pallets together or whatever. Get some old you know, papers. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Cardboard boxes stacked up could make a bed. Mm-hmm. Y- you've got to find the one thing you're willing to I can MacGyver. Okay. Okay. But I get all these other luxuries. In this case, Best Buy, you get to video game, you get to have electronics, computers, internet, but you're going to have to make a bed. I think that's a good spot. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think about that at all whatsoever because I was I was just thinking more of like like with the mall, you've got all those different kinds of stores, you know, to choose from and the food court. And the department stores with the beds or whatever, but I like I like where your head's at on the on the Best Buy there. Uh, I got a text here that said uh, Cowboy Stadium. Um, okay, I've never I've never been, but I've seen pictures of Jerry Land and it looks pretty awesome. But I mean, all right, you got nachos that you could eat with, with that giant gallon can of cheese. Um, oh no 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 no! You, you're thinking too cl- cliche. Ah, okay. Stadium food. Mm-hmm. They have that, of course, but they also have premium areas. On top of that, they've got the players area. There's a full kitchen Okay. in there. Okay. They've got the giant TV. They've got the playground. There's a weight room. Like, they have everything. There's some amenities there that you could a live ton. off of. Okay. Okay. Uh, another one says the White House. It has everything that you need. Uh, okay. Except it's no conventional. Exactly, because it's a house. Yeah, it's a house. Yeah. How about the airport one says? There's food, a bookstore. You can ride the luggage conveyor belts to entertain yourself Mm -hmm. and sleep in the first class lounge. That right there is a good choice. But the thing is, much like Sam's Target, airports are still open, aren't they? Yeah, but so are malls. I know mall was closed. Yeah. Woodland Hills just opened up this past weekend. So... That's a good I think, point. I think I think I, I think that the airport is a great idea. Sounds great, looks great on paper, but it's 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 just still open. There's too many people. Bass Pro Shops. Right. I thought about that as well. That was another one because I mean you got all that stuff there. Uh, you've you've got the giant fish tank. You can go fishing. Literally go fishing in the store. You you've got that. Uh, uh, you've got the little tons of beef jerky. Yeah, you've got the shooting range upstairs. You know, you put your quarter in or whatever, and right you, the toy range. Yeah, yes. yeah. You could you can you know run a muck on that one. So so Bass Pro I think would be all right. And like you said about Best Buy, you may have to MacGyver a bed of sorts. Oh, they sell cots there. Then there you go. There you go. And tents. Boom. I don't think you need a tent on the inside unless you just want to be different. I mean, ah, uh, you want to have a designated area for your sleeping arrangement. <laughs> Welcome to you my. You want to live like a savage. Best Buy over here in this two-man tent. This is the guest room. This is where you'll sleep. My totally. room is the big ten cabin tent over there. Stay out of it, please. Interesting. Bass Pro Sam's Club. Okay, Sam's Club is all right. I mean, they got a lot of different stuff in bulk. And, if you need five oh, gallons and, of mayonnaise, and, and they have mattresses. There you go. And they have video games. Aha. Uh-huh. Here's one. I'd find the biggest dispensary, all the tasty edibles, and all the pot to last for a few months or years or days or weeks. If you're me. Horrible choice. Yes. Because. Super horrible choice. Very small. 
So Usually hard. they're very small. Okay, yeah, like the actual space itself. Yeah. And then the yeah. only food that and you have is edibles. <laughs> are edibles. Yeah. Yeah. You just be wasted the entire time until and quarantine. been open during the quarantine. Absolutely. Essential business. Mm-hmm. So right. that one wouldn't work. That one wouldn't work. That's interesting. That's interesting. I seen that story and I was like, well, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. In the end here. If you're going to quarantine yourself somewhere that's unconventional, don't do it because you'll end up getting in trouble with the police. It's that simple. Be around the world, take my strong hand, get on the give train, on the give train. Be around the world, take my my strong hand, get on the give train, give train. Oh no. The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS. And then what you want to say to 82945. We are in our home studios. Uh, Sam is in her home studio. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Corby. And Gimpy is in the studio so we can play a game. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning. A little snip, snap, schnur action. The current record is. Oh, my is... God. Oh, my God. What? What? What is going on? Hey, calm down. She's having a... She must have grabbed the wrong cards. <laughs> and then she gets up and runs know. and shows everybody her ass yeah. crack. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Sam. Oh my god. What's wrong? Sam. Oh, she can't hear us. She ain't got her headphones on. Yeah, I don't know why we're saying that. Yeah, for real. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> What's that going on? That I lit, the candle that I lit had it caught something. <sighs> oh, what's I going blew, on? I blew. I'm. I. The candle that I lit every day, I don't know what was next to it, but it caught something that started to flame up. And so I just went over to blow it, whatever it was, and knocked wax everywhere. I don't know what it caught, but I don't know if you saw that in the camera, the, the flame fly up. Oh, my God. Can, hey, can we talk hey, to an adult for a second? For real. For real, no. <laughs> I need an adult to tell me what happened. <laughs> I just almost caught my house on fire. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, you should have just let it burn. I mean. <laughs> hey, you want a new house. <laughs> for real, man. For real. Hey, you don't need no water. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not going to be allowed to have candles anymore. <laughs> She's been candle banned. <laughs> yeah. Sam, I, I'm going to be honest. I'm quite shocked you have are allowed to have candles. <laughs> Just to play with fire. For yeah, that. from the first time when I did this, when I was in eighth grade and I set my room on fire. <laughs> so you've set your room on fire? Yeah, my family called me Smokey for years. Well, I didn't know that. What do you mean? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I told you guys this before, but I I had a nightstand table that my, my stepmom had, like, redid my room when I came back from summer, and she bought a second set of sheets that matched, uh, like, my bedding, and so she took an end table, put the sheet underneath it with, like, a glass thing on top with a bunch of candles on it that all matched and was, like, cute, so one night I was like, I'll just light them all at once. It'll be very pretty while I talk to my boyfriend on the phone, and then... The wax dripped off or something, and it caught that sheet on fire, and the whole 
bedding sheet thing went up in flames and I immediately like <laughs> screamed for my dad and he could tell in my voice that it was something serious and no lie he had just gotten a um a fire extinguisher at a yard sale two weeks before and so he fire extinguished the house pause, my pause, room. Do pause, you get a, pause. a yard sale fire extinguisher is that a safe is, is that a good dis- I don't feel like that's something you should look for a BOGO on <laughs> or negotiate the hey, price man, on. I'll give you uh, 25 cents for this uh, fire extinguisher. <laughs> nah, man. Price tag says a dollar. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so little known fact, when you when you f- use that fire extinguisher stuff, that powder gets everywhere. So for like three oh, yeah. months, it uh. kept, we would clean it up and it would settle. We would clean it up and it would settle. And it was a complete mess. <sighs> and now I think Simba's mad at me. Yeah, you almost caught his house on fire. Get out. His house. I know. His paid-off house that I put no money into. I almost lit on fire to set a mood to do the show from home. And these <laughs> to set a mood <laughs> where nobody can see you but us. Yeah, current mood is panic right now. All right. We thought you picked had the wrong cards because yeah. it was like I said schnip schnap schnur. You ran away. I, th- I thought maybe you were getting the other <laughs> cards. Like you, maybe you grabbed the wrong cards. No, I thought you guys saw the flame. No, just ignite. Saw, no, saw Sam, it. look at. Can you see on either side of me? I mean, on the uh, camera? No, no, no. But I, I thought that this is in view. No, like, it, it was. You know that. It, it's only in view when you get up and move because the camera moves with you or whatever. So, didn't even know what the hell was going on in that back corner until you got up, showed you know all your ass crack to everybody, and then you know put put uh, the flame out. Oh my god, did I really? Yeah. Oh yeah. You oh, it was. I've seen your ass oh. more this week than I think I have Faux in show. a long time. Faux show, Sammy. <laughs> Put some jeans on or something because those pajama bottoms, <laughs> they low riders. I just got the best text ever. Oh my God. Is it from the Don? I'm not going to say who it's from. Okay. And it says, I live in fear for her life. Next, next text, literally. Literally. <laughs> All right, all right, back I on track. Can't believe that just I don't. Happened. I mean, we can try and play a game like let's not burn the house down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got it. Somebody's already <laughs> lost. So Corbin is zero. <laughs> I'm sorry, Corbin and Gimby are both one each, and Sam is at zero. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh my god. Not that. Okay, I'm okay now. I'm fine. I'm breathing. Hey. I mean, no, this is we, this segment's a wash. So I want you to, I need you to go over there and leave your headphones and your microphone. I need you to go over there and see what kind of damage there is. Yeah, because she's Because now everybody's on board now. Now we got to know what's going on. Yeah, she said that she I got wanna, candle I wax closure to this. everywhere. And candle wax is a Did bitch to get out of carpet. Anything kind of fabric-y. So, yeah, so listen, the previous building we were in, I had a... There was something there that had wax in it, like okay. a scentsy thing or something, and it fell down and spilled down the wall and in the carpet. It mm-hmm. ru- ruined the carpet. Yeah. So, yeah, it can so, be quite uh, damn. There'd be a lot of damage. All right, go ahead, Sam. I, th- I think what caught fire was the plastic on the melatonin bottle. 
that's on our nightstand because we take melatonin. But we it's just a new one that we had opened, so the, the plastic part of it, it was um sticking up and i think that's what it caught or that's what it caught and i think that's where the flame i saw came from but then when i went over to blow it <laughs> to blow it out then i knocked over the candle <laughs> and got wax all over our our all over our nightstand and so uh, you guys couldn't see but jeff was in here with a paper towel cleaning up the him. mess that I made. I did see him go over there. I didn't know if he had cleaned it up or was putting it out or just wondering like the rest of us, what the hell is going on? Right, he's, no, he, hears a, he knows again, that scream. Like I know when my children, their screams mean certain <laughs> things. So he knew that knew something was a serious. I heard, oh my God, Jeff heard something is on fire. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh you are God. a mess. <laughs> how oh many, Sammy, God. how many, honestly, here, and I'm just curious, like, on the reg, those types of incidents, how often does that happen? Because, and I and I say this in the nicest way possible, when you, you've, you've spilt your cup over Pause. here in the studio. You're about, no, hold on. Pause. You're about to say something. You're like, I'm going to say this in the nicest way possible, comma, it's going to be no, a no, dick no, thing no, to no, say. no, not at all, not at all. I just don't want you to take offense to anything that I'm saying. I mean it in the nicest way possible. I'm just curious because we've seen you knock over coffee cups in here. We've seen you drop things. You've tripped over your your own feet in the studio. So I'm just curious, mm-hmm. like at home in your natural habitat, how often do these incidences occur? Well, that's the first time that I've um, almost burnt down the house, but I mean. I I fell, um, we were having a birthday party for me, and me and Jeff have been dating for like a year, and I have three steps that come from, like from my front door, and then come up to like, you know, our living room area, and I fell backwards down those stairs. <laughs> um, I have for sure started a kitchen fire, while I was cooking, but Jeff was near and helped with baking soda to put the, to put it out Grease because fire. I went for water, which <laughs> oh my you put water on it, oh. and that's that's the day that I learned you can't put water on a fire in the kitchen. So he knew how to handle that. Um, oh my Don't they God. teach home ec in Arizona? <laughs> for real? <laughs> my anxiety. Clearly not. Man, you have a very strong man, Sammy. That's, <laughs> that's, wow. I don't know. After this, <laughs> tomorrow tomorrow might be rough for me. I might be single. You might be seeing me doing the show out of my car. <laughs> I just got a text from Jeff, and he says, please keep her occupied. I need to return this to Israel Diamond Supply. <laughs> <laughs> I'll propose when you stop messing up. (laughs) Right. Today's the day. I can't wait. This is going to be beautiful. And then she sets the house on fire and he's like, no, F this, man. I'm out. Nope. Nope. Right. We had had such a great day together yesterday. We ran errands. We worked out together. We went on a really nice walk. We looked at houses in our neighborhood and like, oh, let's buy this one. And like, just it was a very like sweet, romantic day. 
you know, had a, got it on last night. Like, it was a very wonderful day that I had with my boyfriend. And at 7.30 this morning, immediately his mind has changed. Like, how can I trust her to bear my children if I can't trust her with a goddamn <laughs> candle in, <laughs> in our bedroom? And you, you, I don't, your source of what you think started it was the melatonin plastic? Right. Yeah, well... Like, I can show you the melatonin plastic bottle that, like, because, you know, when you get anything, we got it off Amazon, that it has the plastic thing that you have to take off. You know what I'm talking about? And so when you, you mean open the childproof it, seal, yes. <laughs> and you didn't fully take it yeah. off. You partially took it off. Yeah, like, I just bit it and, like, enough to open it to get the melatonin. Pop, you know, I'll eat those, put the thing back on, and I didn't completely take off all the plastic. Honestly, How did that little piece catch on fire? Because it was right next to the candle. <laughs> and I don't know if, again, in between that break that we've had, because my bed is literally touching that nightstand, I don't know if when I was getting ready for this that like maybe I hit the bed and it moved those closer. I'm, I, Again, I'm not a fire investigator. I don't know how these nope. things happen. You're just a fire way. And by the way, I didn't see this happen. I only saw it in the camera. I just saw the flame getting big. So <laughs> if we would have just continued playing the game, there would have been, that wall would have been charred, your bed. This would have been a lot worse. Yes. Hey, listen, yes. somebody texted was- in, Sam, and said, before Gimpy gets all worked up, he should remember who flooded the entire radio station. Hey, 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 not the entire. <laughs> and the floor below us. Just the kitchen area and half of the hallway. However... You know what? Water's not near as bad as fire. Just saying. That's not true. <laughs> water's damage. incredibly horrible. It is horrible. Well, it is. Well, it's one of the, it's way, it, water's horrible. All right, all right. That causes so, damage you don't find for years. You, you've got to choose one, all right? Which one are you choosing? Fire or fire. water damage? Fire. I can stop a fire. Water, ah. I, you don't, you might not see. It seeps into places you don't see and causes damage and sits and rots and, Investors. Mm, I'm, I'm, I'm okay, fire. So you can I, extinguish. I'm, I agree with that, except for um, fire can kill you. If your house gets flooded, that sucks. It ruins a lot of stuff. But if that um, candle lit my bed on fire and I was trapped in here, then I would die a fiery death while you guys watch. Live on air. Oh. Yes, but that type of dramatic <laughs> statement is equal to saying, if my house filled up with water, I would drown. Yeah, yeah. I, I choose I guess water that's true. because of smoke damage. That's where I'm at. Smoke damage, and you have to rebuild after a fire, re, kind of regardless. I mean, you know, a little You've bit of water. You've got to rebuild after water. Eh. <clears throat> oh, yeah, right. My, my, <laughs> my bad. Sorry. My didn't heart is still pounding out of my chest. Still sensitive there? Ooh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's the Big Mad starting things on fire show. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back. Tulsa's morning show continues next. The Big Mad Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station 97.5. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Calm down. You ready? Yeah. Except Jeff is gone. Maybe. Yeah, I don't blame him. All right, let's get started. Balls to the wall sports. He said, I can't do this anymore. I am out. Balls to the wall. 
The state of Illinois has released guidelines for a... Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. The state of Illinois releases guidelines for a phased reopening in the final phase. What time are we supposed to be out, Gimpy? Uh, you got one more minute. Let's have it. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, I don't know what else to say except for, you know what? Fighting fire is a sport. Is it? It takes athleticism. This girl yes. is on fire. <laughs> this girl is on fire. She's walking on fire. Okay, All right, I'm done. that's Flaming Balls to the Wall Sports. I'm Seaman Sam on 97.5 KMOD. The, the, <laughs> the roof is on fire. The roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. Good job, Sam. Don't burn down the house. Come on. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm, Appreciate mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just this is where you hit the thing. 30. I hit the thing. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. We still have topless we're going to do. And right now, though, it's time for Conspiracy Thursday. Sorry. Anyway, uh, so this is one we've covered before. And it has to do with 5G being the responsible party for the coronavirus. At least some people think so. Now, if you're unfamiliar with this story, it originated in the UK and gained a lot of traction because of a documentary. And then uh, some celebrities retweeted it, Woody Harrelson being one of them, Amir Khan being another one, the boxer. And since March 30th, there have been 77 arson attacks on mobile phone towers wow. in the UK. Wow. There have been 90 additional incidents of sabotage ranging from failed attacks on networks to damaging network infrastructure. There have been 180 incidents of abuse. And... Now they're saying that it's taken a dark turn where employees for mobile phone companies are being attacked. Wow. Saying that they are responsible. In one story, uh, a worker was at a red light on the road when a man got out of his 
car and started yelling at the man, put his head on his window saying, don't you ignore me. Stop trying to cover up what you're doing. 5G is killing us all. You've got no morals. You've got something right there and you're on your own. I didn't know if he was going to smash my window, if he was going to try and get in. Was he going to attack me? I waited for the light to turn green, and then I took off. Huh? Okay. So, I have a question. It We keep, like, you get, we had 3G, then 4G. Like, it's, like the iPhones, you keep, you keep G'ing up, apparently. <laughs> like, technology gets better, and you sure. have the next evolution of better technology. So... Are people in the UK or whoever these conspiracy, conspiracy theorists are, are they linking this to the coronavirus because this 5G technology is becoming available and this kind of happened during the same time? So they're blaming that? Yes, it, it launched over there about the same time. And there was a documentary that kind of triggered this thought process. 5G, the difference between 5G and 4G is 5G is 100 times faster than 4G. So it's and a huge advancement. 3G, th between 3G and 4G, was it uh, equivalent? Like when we, we went to, from 3G to 4G, was it 4G 100 times faster than 3G? Uh, to be honest, I, there wasn't a conspiracy about 3G and 4G, so I don't know really anything about the speed on 3G. Well, I, I guess my point is that it seems like it's just a normal evolution that in, you know, whatever, 20 years, that they're going to have 8G. Right, right. But again, the, the, it launched at about the same time. So that's where people are saying the 5G technology causes the coronavirus. Either way, the point I'm trying to bring up is that now people are attacking people that work for the cell phone companies. Another employee had a similar in intimidation thing happen when she was out in public and someone went on a power trip lecturing her about the dangers of 5G while she was trying to fix an infrastructure on a residential street. He came up to me and was saying, I'm a reporter, I'm gonna be putting this everywhere and said he was gonna put things out there that I was spreading the coronavirus when I was just trying to do my job. I felt really vulnerable while it was happening and really intimidated by him. I was shaking all day. She then later found the video on Facebook and YouTube. Let's go to the phones. It looks it like we seems... have somebody. Let's talk to James. What's up, Hi, guys? James. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good, man. You say 5G is not good for us. See you later. <laughs> Oh, he really and yet he was calling on 5G. Maybe his phone switched over to 5G. Uh huh. And he's like, I just don't talk on 5G. Don't mess with it. He, he was going on and on. I was like, well, hold on, Bubba. Let's 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 hear what you have to say. I'll put you on hold. OK, Gimpy, that's cool. And then he ran away like a pussy. Whatever, James. I mean, 5G, what, the, I... this conspiracy is out there. I mean, uh, the, it's been about as true as the Bill Gates one. Right. And he's trying to put chips inside you. <laughs> Go ahead, Sam. If Bill Gates wants to do, if Bill Gates wants to do that to me, I'm down. 
I think. Oh, yeah? He's a hero genius. I love him. And if he says that that's good, I feel like he... I love Bill Gates. I think he's the best buddy. And so if he wants to put a chip inside me and he says that that will make my life better, then chip me up, buddy. Chip. 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 Yes. Say <laughs> fire take. You, Corbin, um, you're on 5G, right? You got your uh-huh. status? Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I'm still on the old school 4G or whatever, I guess. Uh, yeah, 4G yeah, right there it, says. Okay. AT&T launched 5G in some areas, yes. Okay. So I have it. Okay. And Here's some interesting correlations for you. In 1960, radio waves became a thing. In 1918, the Spanish flu outbreak. Ooh. In 2003, 3G introduced. 2003, SARS outbreak. 2009, 4G introduced. 2009, swine flu outbreak. 2019, 20 5G introduced, 2019 and 20, coronavirus outbreak. Coincidence? I think not. Uh, I, I, <laughs> come on, man. If you believe that microwaves and electronics can transmit a virus that lives in your body, I could see it as it can transmit like maybe computer viruses, okay, but one that's going to affect your body you're out of your mind. There's no way. And if that were true, then then Corbin would have the coronavirus since you have 5G. That's a good point. Or I'm asymptomatic and it, I, I'm, it doesn't bother me. So I wonder if that's a question of like when you go to the hospital and you're like, I'm short of breath. I have a fever. And they're like... All right, look at your phone. If you have 4G or 5G, I mean, I feel like the medical experts, if they thought that this was something that was valid, then that would be something that they would um, ask patients. You think? Sam, do you know what the G stands for? Ooh, gigaspeed. No. Oh, gigabyte? Nope. No giga. No, not even. Oh, a single that's not gig. no giga. Um, um, uh, g- generation, generation, generation. Yes. Hey. Third generation, fourth generation, fifth. Don't celebrate too much. It took you four times. <laughs> it took you four generations to get it. I just, I just had to get past the giga, the giga when I got that out of my brain. Then I was like, oh. Duh, I knew this. Duh, right. this generation. <laughs> uh, it's kind of like, to me, this attacking these people that work at cell phone places is equal to shooting the guy at Dollar Store because he's telling you to put on a mask because he's just trying to make his minimum wage to you know, you know, know, take home to his family to feed him. And you're going to shoot him? Which is what happened. That actually happened here in America. Yeah, yesterday down in Oklahoma City, a woman shot up a, Mc- a McDonald's because they were closed, and she didn't think that was right. People, man, people are just nuts. Oh, yesterday I went to go um, try to buy weights, like free weights to work out with, and we went to a bunch of different stores. And I was like, "Ooh, I'll go to Marshalls or Ross because they have like fitness sections. Maybe that's something that no one has thought of." And so I went there, and they are not an essential business, so they are still closed. And I was like, 
What? How is Target an essential business, but you're not? I need the deals, people. And I had a moment where I got very pissed off of like, hey, I see things in there that I want. I just, just, I need these carts to move so I can get in there. But that anger passed in about 30 seconds. I was like, well, that sucks. That's annoying. There was not so much rage where then I would want to shoot up the store because of that. Uh, Donald's does have good fries, though. Mm. I think that uh, Target is open because they sell food. They sell food. That's what makes them essential. Okay, not so much Ross, Marshalls, stuff like that. They don't. They don't sell food. They, they sell just, food. Besides snacks, stop. No, yeah, they, uh, yes, I mean, they like, sell you know, pineapple you, the, covered the you know, with chocolate. Yeah, stop. <laughs> yeah, they get sour worms. Nobody's doing grocery you know? shopping there. <laughs> I gotta go to Ross and get me some of those peach rings from Circus. Well, you know what? I when a pandemic is happening, I read this actually during the 1918 uh, Spanish flu. Is they were like, I just wish I could dress for less. For real, man. (laughs) (laughs) So if you look at a map of where they installed 5G Mm. and where the biggest cases of Corona are in America, there is an interesting correlation. Well, you could make the assumption that because they put those towers there and they also have the biggest outbreak, that therefore they must be the responsible thing. Mm. Or a more plausible explanation is that they put this new technology in the biggest places for benefit, like New York and L.A. and San Diego, Chicago and Seattle, and that is also where the population concentrates or airport hubs are that have caused the outbreak. Yeah, yeah. It, it's called more people, not cell phone towers. <laughs> I'm just telling you, you could look at the data and see, oh, yeah, they, that's where they rolled out 5G. Oh, yeah, that's where the biggest outbreaks are. Well, that must make sense then. Well, then we need to send Sammy over there to burn down those cities, okay, because we need to get this over with. And if, if, if the cell phone towers are causing the coronavirus to stick around, then we need, we need a major arsonist to go ahead and just take care of it. But it has been well, well, down- well documented that the 5G does not cause the coronavirus. At least the FCC says so. Well, they're government entity. They got to know what they're talking about. And I don't want to burn down a city. I would burn down a tower. Or your bedroom. I'm not a murderer. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it starts murder with a tower. Murder my bed. I don't want to murder people. Starts yeah. with a tower and yeah. then eventually just moves to the entire, you know, city. You know what, Gimpy, uh, you're first on my list right now. Just in the, just in the list I'm making in my head. The hell did I do? <laughs> Text coming in says the new tower mutates the virus and becomes a new pandemic. Mm-mm. I'm not. No, this is what I have been How? hesitant to even bring this up again during all this because people are trying when they're confused and there's chaos and and you don't really understand what's going on. You try to take something that shouldn't make sense if you were of sound mind and body mm-hmm. and suddenly you let it make sense in your brain. Right? Kind of well, kind of like some I things feel- we've heard from the, the the female voice on the show. 
<laughs> I feel like when you're super frustrated at what something like the coronavirus, which you can't control, and it's interrupted your routine, or it's ruined your wedding, or you haven't been able to have a funeral, or or however you know dramatic way that it has affected your life, rather than being like this just sucks and I have to accept that it sucks and this is my reality right now. You want to blame it on somebody and be like, this is their fault that I did, that that this happened. So I can blame the towers rather than being like, it's just a bad thing that happened. Yeah, people Somebody searching. cited the show again for me, the BBC show. It's from 2015 and it's called I Survived a Zombie Apocalypse. And it was about how 5G started the zombie apocalypse. Ugh. Another text, this has to be the dumbest conspiracy ever. We don't have 5G here, but we've still got the Rona. Well, those people can travel to places where there is the Rona. Right. And there is 5G here. Yeah, Corbin's got it. Sammy, literally do you? says on my 5G, phone, 5G. The Rona. Do you have a Sam? Yeah. We have the Rona here. Right. No, no, no. You have 5G, not the Rona. But I don't know. I've never been tested. That's the thing. He said it earlier. He could be asymptomatic. Not show any symptoms, but totally mm. carry the virus. But I mean, if that, that and no, we I, all could. Yeah, I, I don't have IG. Okay. Uh, all right, we're going to take a break. I've got another conspiracy that goes along with the coronavirus that will be a little disturbing. We'll take a break and we'll be back. Yeah. Tulsa's morning show, the Big Bad Morning Show. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMO. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS. And then what you want to say to 82945. Doing a conspiracy Thursday. And everybody knows that they are working hard to try and find a vaccine for the coronavirus. Well, there's a researcher, I love this term, that is on the cusp of making a very significant finding related to the coronavirus. So to break it down in stupid people terms, he ain't done nothing yet. I'm on the cusp <laughs> of being very rich. So no, let me rephrase that. I'm on the cusp of becoming very significant findings to make me rich. There you go. There you go. It's just right there. I can see it. I can see the cure. It's like everybody I know with a metal detector. Ooh, right. Or a Bitcoin owner. <laughs> is it, uh, is it uh, Tom Hanks's blood? <laughs> right. right. Well, this guy, his name is Bing Lu. He was at the University of Pittsburgh School of Medicine, and he was found dead in his home. An hour after he was found with gunshot wounds to the head, neck, and torso, they found the body of another man parked 100 yards away from his house. How goo, no, how goo, no, how goo, no, how goo, how goo you, sir, Bing, Lou, and how goo, believed to have killed Lou 
before returning to his car and then died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. They're trying to investigate the motive and how these two men even knew each other. The man had been working from his home with his front and rear patio doors open to the elements, say the police. And he was on the verge of making very significant findings toward understanding the cellular mechanisms that underlie the COVID uh, virus. Hmm. He's a fellow at Carnegie Mellon University, which from what I understand means he's kind of a big deal there. He's authored more than, quote, more than 30 papers and was just starting to obtain interesting results in regards to the coronavirus, according to his supervisor at the Computational and Systems Biology Department, otherwise known as a place that neither one of us will be going to any time soon. Huh. Uh, it says he was sharing with us, trying to understand the mechanism of the infection, so we'll hopefully be able to continue what he was doing. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> right? Like, trying to read his notes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess... Now I got to pick up the where he left off, I guess. I don't know. Well, so let's uh, think about that for a second. It, when it comes to a virus like this, and they might be a cure, they're working on a cure, and then the guy who's working on the cure mysteriously dies. What's the point of killing that person? Does not everybody in the world want to squash this bug and be done with it? Or is it like well, the Democrats to want it to stay us? around? Ugh. Why? Does anybody like The liberal being... media wants it to stay around. Nobody likes being quarantined. Keep our economy shut down. Uh, see, okay, let's just drive ourselves into the ground, why don't we, huh? Sounds like a great idea. I don't, it makes yeah. zero sense. I'm just telling you. Mm-hmm. I don't want the word or, to get out. This, this is just speculation. Maybe he was on the cusp of it, and he just needed, you know, to add one more ingredient or, I don't know, put more information into his Excel spreadsheet and was super close. And this guy's like, I don't want him to get all the glory. I'm just going to take him out and maybe then felt bad about it and shot himself because he doesn't have the answers either. Or was hired to do so. Both missing mm-hmm. one obvious blaring piece of information what's that their names and where this virus is said to have come from chinese virus and when you say who would like to keep this going okay okay i buy that then i could buy that because it came from that foreign land. Uh, Those people come from that foreign land. Well, we want to keep this going because we want to destroy America or just the entire world in itself. Okay. It's a stretch, but okay. It's not a stretch. It's, it's way more logical than any other possibility. Was that uh, biological warfare? Bio-warfare? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that it made more sense than my conspiracy I came up with <laughs> of like feeling guilty also, of killing should, somebody, so I'll go shoot myself. We should also point out that the truth is always very boring compared to what the, you know, mm-hmm. what you think is going to happen. Yeah. One little piece left for me to tell you about this story is the man is survived by his wife, who was out of town at the time of the shooting. <laughs> So you're going, well, what does that mean? Why are we saying what's up with that? Well, maybe she hired him to be killed because they were having problems. Maybe 
he was involved with this man. Ooh, like a secret love affair? I'm just saying there could be other things that have zero to do with this. The headline could just be guy in, you know, love triangle killed by lover. By the way, he was working on a coronavirus solution. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you throw that coronavirus solution in the headline, boom, it's grabbing eyes automatically. Mm-hmm. And you're going to read the article. Okay. So much like Gimpy is our resident drug expert, I feel like I am our um, resident murder expert. And I was just reading something that this Hold on, uh, detective, and he'd been in. I, I am the resident uh, extracurricular expert because I've done some. How many people have you murdered? I think that's a fair question. No, 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 no. no. I, well, I don't think that you've done heroin. I don't think that you've done every drug there is. You just know anytime we talk about drugs, you have a lot of information on it. Just like this morning, I said, oh, what drug would cause you to rub feces on yourself naked? Mm-hmm. And you immediately gave me four and the reasons why that would occur. So I'm just giving you that title because I feel like you have the most information on it. I'm not accusing you of, you know, being a junkie. Yeah, yeah, I so get it. I get I'm it. sorry I, to hurt your feelers. No, no, That's not no, what I meant. No, you, no feelings are hurt. I just, I know that I have the experience on that field right there. So, I mean, I'm just, it, it, mm-hmm. with that being said, I have firsthand experience. You being murder queen, you got firsthand experience? Right. He's saying if you're going to use the same accountability for him, you've got to be using that for you in terms of the threshold to be that expert. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to protect you, Sammy. No, no, no. I just. (laughs) Incriminating. No, no, no. I've never murdered anybody. I just like to listen to murder stories and things related to it. And you're a murder researcher. Yes, I'm a murder researcher. Ah, there you go. There you go. Oh, that sounds so much weirder, actually. <laughs> yes, but yes, anyways. <laughs> have it on the air. We there have was... that audio clip, Jeff. Don't worry. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, they were. I was reading this this thing that this um, this detective, he's been a, a detective for like 40 years or something crazy, and he said that every homicide investigation he's ever been a part of has always... Um, boiled down to three things. You either murder for money, pride, or love. Those are the reasons. Those are the top reasons. And anytime someone gets murdered, that's how they, they, you know, kind of narrow down what the motive for the murder is. So I could believe that love would be a motive for that. Pride could be a murder or a reason for murdering him because this guy figured it out first. And or he thinks he did. Mm-hmm. Yes, or he thinks he did. And money, because if you do figure out, you know, the vaccine for the coronavirus, you're going to be rich. Right. Or you're getting paid to do it. Mm, yeah. Or you uh, have a competing idea that you don't want him to solve his so you can get yours. I, I could buy that one. I could buy that one. I mean, the money isn't. Yeah, okay. The the idea of it being money can be a couple of different things. Yeah, that's very broad, I guess. Somebody asked a fantastic question Is the CDC or the media going to chalk this up as another coronavirus related death? It obviously is. He was working on the coronavirus. (laughs) 
didn't have the coronavirus. Well, I, mean, I guess we, right. I don't know that. It didn't say it in the article. Maybe he did. And maybe that's how he's coming up with the cure because he's got it and he's trying to cure himself. I thought it was pretty awesome to see that uh, Pop, um, oh, what's his name? The drug lord in Mexico who we have in jail here. El Chapo. And his son, El, thank you, El Chapo's son is enforcing the stay at home, telling everybody to stay home or we'll kill you. Uh, that's one way to get your point across. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fine, I'll stay at home, sir. What? <laughs> Okay. Are they doing DoorDash for drugs? <laughs> <laughs> They've they got the stay-at-home order in place. <laughs> I mean, when you Drug control dash? the police, you can decide who goes out and who doesn't. Yeah, for sure. And our dealers True. can be out. Uh, all right, we got to take a break, and we'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show oh, yeah. is coming right back. The Big Man Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. We've got our top list coming up. We'll get to that momentarily. But right now, we're going to do balls to the wall sports, or what I call these sports are on fire. The UFC's Dana White says Fight Island is a go and will be up and running by June. While the location hasn't been made public, it's an island with a hotel and a training facility and octagon and all the other amenities to keep the UFC moving forward no matter how funky things get in the coronavirus age. White says infrastructure infrastructure, there we go, is being built and Fight Island will be event ready in June. And it sounds like an eventual eventual reality show too. Yeah, I'm excited for the fights happening on Saturday. I've been watching the Embeddeds as they get ready for the fights in Florida on Saturday night. I mean, I watch UFC fights, I mean, 10% because I do like some of the fighters that are like, you know, DC, Daniel Cormier, he's a good buddy. I like hearing their backstories. And I, I don't know that Russian guy, but he's a monster, a beast. So I like to watch him fight. So, like, there's 20% that I like watching because it's fun to watch. But then the other 80% is because my boyfriend loves to watch it. So if they do have this island, this fight island, essentially, and then made a reality show about it, that would be my ideal situation because it would be even more fun to follow the drama that happens, the workouts they have to go through, like them getting grumpy at each other for, I don't know, stealing socks or you know, <laughs> taking someone's protein shake, whatever boy drama goes on. Um, yeah. Plus, the fight being at the end, like if they did the reality show the, you know, for three weeks and then the finale is the fight that happens, that would be so dope. I think it's kind of silly, to be honest. It needs something as a grab other than, hey, they've got this cool locale they're fighting in, right? There's no way he's, like, found an island, bought an island, and built all this on there in a short amount of time, right? It's got to be a place with some sort of infrastructure already in place. Mm -hmm. So it needs something more than just, 
hey, they're fighting. It's the ultimate fighter, but it's on an island. It needs more than that. Uh, is it like when the Brady Bunch went to Hawaii? <laughs> like, jump, they jumped the shark. The <laughs> that's what you need. Next yeah. thing you know, Daniel Cormier's got this, you know, voodoo tiki or whatever. That's just bringing yeah. bad luck to all the UFC fighters. They all broke their legs <laughs> in some form or the other and can't fight at all. Right. Mm-hmm. I see it. They all have like Hawaiian shorts on, you know, because we're on Fight Island, but we're serious right. too. <laughs> But I would love that to make a reality show out of that, plus the fighting. That would be the best. We'll see. We'll see. I, I, they haven't announced when we're going to start seeing the fights on there. They just keep saying it's going to happen. Yeah. And, and he said June. So maybe it could Hopefully be built that, in, in June. That doesn't mean anything until there's a date. That's the thing. It doesn't mean anything. Well, it's like an ish date. Yeah, you know. that's not a date. He's a promoter. His job's to get people excited. So he's going to say things like that so people don't forget about it, to get people talking about it, especially the fact that there's a pay-per-view this weekend that he wants to sell. I guess that's, okay, I, I guess that's true. But if, if there was a reality show, would you watch? Um, yeah, I'm a huge mixed martial arts no. mark. And reality you show. You just lost Gimpy at sports. <laughs> He'll watch it if someone else turns it on <laughs> in his house. Pretty much, basically. Yeah, I'm not going to If his pay girlfriend for it, makes him watch that's it. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> hey, whatever gets her going, man. Whatever gets her going. Because you can't. That's Balls of Wall Sports. I'm wow. Seaman Sam on 97.5 KMOD. <laughs> Sad but true. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text EMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Let's go ahead and uh, do top list. It's time for the Big Man Morning Show's top list. Random topics randomly drawn with random results. Now here's Corbin, Gimby, and Sam with this week's top list. Uh, This week we're going to do beach movies. We talked about it yesterday that there was a whole genre of beach movies that didn't know that there was. Uh, And so I think for me that the movie has to have a major scene or take place near the beach. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Sam, what do you have? Uh, So starting at number five, I have The Impossible. And that is a movie with um, Ewan McGregor. And it is about the, it's based on a true story, and it's about that tsunami that happened in Thailand. And their whole family obviously gets swept away by this giant wave. They end up, like, splitting up because of this, and they end up, at the end, finding each other. But it's an incredible story about this family just fighting to survive and there's tons of super sad scenes it's an emotional movie but very well put together very well done and it's it's a great movie so that's what i have at number five i have not heard about this movie i didn't even know they made a movie about the whole um um tsunami that happened on christmas yep this this was um released in 2012 i think and um, the couple, they have two kids, and I, th- I think the females, maybe Naomi Watts, I- I'm not sure, but um, I know 
I know Ewan McGregor's in it for sure. And, like, there is a part where, because, um, you know, there's so much debris under when the the tsunami came because there's, like, cars and houses and all that stuff where there's, like, she has shrapnel get stuck in her leg and they have to rely on people that live in the villages there to help them and they all end up getting to the hospital and it's just an insane story and it's based on a true story so it makes it even more like you're on the edge of your seat the entire time it's really good she, she got nominated for an academy award for that hell yeah i believe that i, I I'm yeah if you haven't movie. seen it it's yeah, it's pretty incredible. I know that uh, Jeff and I just watched it, I don't know, like six months ago. So I know that they have it on Amazon Prime. Mm. Okay. So number four I have is uh, Fifty First Dates <laughs> with Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. <laughs> because it's adorable and it's it's one of those movies that I can watch a thousand times and I don't get sick of it. I know almost every line in that movie, and that's where she um, has an accident, a car accident, and loses her memory every day. So she just keeps repeating doing the same thing every single day, and it's funny and adorable, and Drew Barrymore is so cute in it, and it's just like a She's really good romantic movie. She's super adorable in it. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then number three, I have Castaway because, I okay. mean – that movie is awesome. I feel like everybody's seen it, and it deserves to be on that list because of Wilson. That's another. That's for sure another movie that made me cry. Until you kind of ruined it at the end, Corbin. By you know, I wanted them to get well, together. Well, I didn't ruin it. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you dick. No, you pointed out something. You pointed out something of that movie that I wanted them to get together at the end, and I was sad about that. And you were like. He's been gone for seven years. Of course she's moved on. Like, you, what do you expect someone to wait when you think they're dead? And so it kind of ruins it a little bit for me. But it, it's still a spectacular that you movie. failed to realize that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I never thought about that. I just wanted them, like, the only part of that whole movie, I was like, they belong together. He... he he had that picture of her. That was his motivation to stay alive. And then she married a dentist... Well, I mean, because yeah, they thought he was dead. They had a funeral. Yeah. Seven yeah, years passed just, by. Yeah, Are you like, it boggles me rain. that you think she should have just waited for nothing. They put him in the ground. Let, you know, they symbolically put him in the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was their, that was their, the love of their life. Think about this, Sam. Right, but like, go ahead, Gimpy. If, 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 if it was Jeff that, you know, crashed on an island or whatever, gone for seven years or whatnot. Wouldn't you move on? Wouldn't you move on That's like a after example. A, a year or so? Why do you say that, man? Uh, because she's going to be the most irrational person ever. God forbid that would happen. Uh huh. I mean, Let me rephrase it. She's going to continue to be yeah. the most irrational person. Yeah, yeah. If that were to ever happen, I just I I feel like like what Sam says about the couple in that movie, Tom Hanks and his wife would be the same kind of feels that she has for Jeff. So, I mean, if he, you know, she got the news that, uh, that uh, hey, man, I mean, Jeff went on this important business trip, go uh, fill out some spreadsheets or whatnots, and, you know, crash landed on an island. We don't know if there's any survivors. We can't find them, blah, blah, blah. 
I mean, I'm sure you would wait for a while, but would you really wait seven years and think realistically on it? No, I would suck start a pistol. <laughs> I, I lost not. I lost my other half. That's it. Yeah, it's Is it, very so important the example for you, you would give for alive. everyone that deals with grief <laughs> would be for you to suck start a pistol because it would be hard. Um, no, but I want to put that in context that I'm a psycho and I feel like I found my soulmate and there is, you know, nobody that could compare. So even, you know, even if I didn't suck start a pistol, I, I don't, I don't think that I would find love again because I would always be comparing them to the person that I lost. Like the grief that I would feel would be something that I don't think I could move on from. But we're talking about beach movies, so I don't want to get too deep into how crazy I am. So I'm just going to go ahead and move on to number two. I mean, you could just look at the, any of the podcasts that we have. <laughs> For real. Uh, we're back up yeah. to about 7.30. <laughs> Burning down the house. <laughs> uh, um, so number two I have is uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That's with Mila Kunos and... Um, uh, Kristen Bell, and I can't remember that guy. Uh, Jason Segal, is that it? Yeah, yeah. I Jonah Hill. So. Yep. Uh, yep. I. This is Russell another Brand. movie that anytime it's on, I can watch it the whole time. I love this movie. I think it's super funny, and it's a it's a great movie. And it's set in Hawaii, so the whole time they're pretty much on a beach. Yeah, it's and a great movie. Then my yeah. My number one is The Little Mermaid because it's on a beach. Oh, good God. Let me, let me give this. Does it take she place lives on in the beach? water. Mm. No, right? but she does live on the, yes, she does live on the water. But then she asks Ursula because she wants to has, have legs, you know, because she wants to find out what, you know, where people can walk, people can run, people can stay all day in the sun. So then she gets legs and. Then, you know, all that happens on the beach where she meets Prince Eric and they, I think the wedding is even on the beach too. Yeah. So Mm. I feel like it counts because she lives under the ocean and then grows legs and is then on a beach. Would that make her ambitious? They get married on a boat. Mm. Yeah, but there's still beach scenes there. Mm. I mean, it's a stretch. I don't think so. Yeah, man. I don't think so. Yeah. No, listen, mm-hmm. it has to be a major scene. It can't be like it can't be like, hey, this happens on Christmas Day. Now it's a Christmas movie, and that takes up only five percent of the movie, and we call it a Christmas movie after that. I, I feel you there. It has to have a major scene. I feel you there. I I think I feel that when she washes up on the shore and Prince Eric finds her, gives her mouth to mouth, resuscitates her, brings her to life, that's a major scene in the movie. That's am- other than that, she's just yeah, swimming she- around in the ocean, being a little half fish, half woman lady. And mm. she has to like learn to walk because she doesn't, you know, her legs get all wobbly and stuff. And so Sebastian has to help teach her that. And I think that there's more than one scene because um, the evil girl who is going to marry Prince Eric and tries to, like, they have different walks on the beach. So there's a bunch of beach scenes there. Mm stretch but i'd buy it i think it's a big stretch well it's my number one (laughs) uh gimpy top five beach movies all right man so putting this together one i didn't realize there were so many damn beach movies 
but I put down right. Baywatch as number five. I, I, I liked I liked the new Baywatch. It's stupid and quirky and funny. I mean, but it's it's silly. So I like it. I, I found it interesting enough to make it number five. Give you just like the oiled up men. You goddamn right. You put Dwayne the Rock Johnson <laughs> in a pair of red shorts and lather that man up. Woo-wee. Done. Done. Uh, number four. Number four comes in Jaws, man. Um, it's time-honored movie. Giant shark. They made more than just one about it. I feel that fits. I enjoy it. I can I can go back and watch it on a Sunday and be all right with it. You know, if it pops up on one of those regular TV channels. I'd be like, all right, I'll watch this. Uh, number three is Blue Lagoon. I remember watching that when I was a kid. And that steamy sex scene between Brooke Shields and that blonde-haired the boy. children, that, yes. Yeah, that nobody remembers. But, hey, got to remember, you have to remember, when I watched this, I was a child as well. So, therefore, it fits. It's okay. It's not like I'm pervy old man going back and be like, uh, look at that 14-year-old Brooke Shields. And by the way, they're cousins. <laughs> yeah, it's not like that. It's not like that. But it's still a good movie. Still a good movie. Uh, number two, number two's Weekend at Bernie's. Just funny, just a funny movie. The sequel, not so much, but Weekend at Bernie's is hilarious. It's another one. If it comes on on a Sunday, I'm definitely going to sit back and watch it. Maybe medicate while I do it and laugh my ass off because Bernie is effed up <laughs> through the entire movie. Uh, so that comes in number two for me. And number one is Castaway. You can watch that movie now to this day and every time that it comes on and it just pulls you right on in and you're stuck. Like some of these other ones, you can you can kind of draw away from from Jaws and then come back. Weekend at Bernie's. All right, I'm going to go make dinner, keep it on in the background or whatever. But with Castaway, start it. My ass is locked in my seat and I ain't getting up unless there's a commercial break. It's one of those kind of movies. So I believe it believes I believe I believe it deserves to be number one on my list. So my number five on the top list is Forgetting Sarah Marshall. It's a fantastic movie. Sam said it. Everybody's like beautiful in it. It's in a beautiful location. It makes you want to go on vacation. You want to be friends with everybody in that movie. So it's a mm-hmm. really great movie. Have you ever seen this movie, Gimpy? I have not. I've heard of it. It seems awfully chick flicky for me. So I'm like, mm, I think I'm good. Oh, it's, it's not. not. It's not. Mm-mm. It's not. I don't I think mean, so. No more than Blue Lagoon is. Okay. Number four I have is Fool's Gold with Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I and love if you're not so familiar much with this that movie, you put this on your list. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. And it's a movie where Matthew McConaughey and his <laughs> wife, played by Kate Hudson, is trying to find this um, treasure. And, you know, he tests the relationship by doing that. But Kate Hudson looks unbelievable throughout the whole movie. I've never seen that one either. Uh, the reason I'm surprised three, that that's on your list is yeah. because... I remember having a conversation with Pop bringing up that movie 
and us giving it us giving him hell for it being his favorite movie <laughs> and so i have like yeah. a couple of honorable mentions that i put on you know like my list and i was like i'm not going to put this one on there because i'm just going to get grilled for it cuz i was going to put it as my number 5 but i thought the impossible yeah. was better and so i am so shocked that that is on your list well here's the thing i didn't say it was my favorite movie it wouldn't be in my top 25 of favorite movies. <laughs> but we're doing our top beach movies. Right. So it moves up dramatically because of that. So number three I have is uh, The Flamingo Kid. This is a movie with Matt Dillon where he plays a cabana boy. Uh, it's like from the 80s. Uh, it's, he's a cabana boy at this resort, uh, in, I think in New Jersey, and he's just like this cool guy. And... Uh, it's it, he's a smart ass. It's it's a good eighties movie, and uh, I forget her name. Janet Jones, I think, is her name. Plays the love interest, just smoking hot. Number two, I can't believe Sam didn't pick this. Is uh, Mo, uh, Mona Moana Moana? Oh, a fantastic God, movie. You're so right. There's multiple scenes on yeah. the beach. Mm-hmm. You're right. Great, great that, beach movie. That, yeah, that is a great beach movie. Number two, I'm sorry, number one for the top beach movies, a movie that terrified people. Go ahead, Sam. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to guess yours, but you just ruled it out. Go ahead. <laughs> terrified people. <laughs> I thought that yours, I thought somewhere on the list you were going to put it in a couple's retreat. Oh, my God. Oh. I forgot about that movie. Yeah, I definitely thought that was going to be on your list. I'm trying to think of the, a beach scene, though, in that movie. They're on an island or on a beach, and they go from, like, Doesn't, w- one side of the listen, beach. Listen, 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 listen. Mm-hmm. They're on an island. Mm-hmm. I agree. But we're talking about a scene or a major scene, a major scene taking place on the sand. Yes, so they do the yoga on the sand. Yep, yep, yep. When they arrive to the place, they do. Mm-mm, they do and the yoga, they they're arrive- on a shelf thing. They're on like a deck thing. <laughs> Outside on the sand. <laughs> oh, no, I think they have like yoga mats on the beach. I'm watching it right now. Yep, they're on a deck. They're not in the beach. So for yeah, you... They, they're laying on the lambskin. For you, it has to be, like, on the sand, not, like, a deck that's out on the beach or whatever. Hmm? <laughs> I mean, he's got Okay, the that's right on there. the beach. The beach is literally it's right behind It's not on the beach. They're on a board. <laughs> they're on, like, a dock. I, I know, but the, that's not the, the beach. dock is on. You see the sand in the water right behind it. All sand has water in it. What? So in the middle of the ocean, you could say that that's a beach scene then, Sam. No, no, no. I'm saying you could see the sand, i.e. beach, and the water right behind it because they're on the beach. No. No, they're on a dock. There's no sand in the shot at all. <laughs> wow. Okay, so then my other examples were going to be that um, when they are trying to get to the other part of the island, um, like that we're all, it's all like the sexy singles and stuff. They were mm-hmm. swimming, and there was the the waterfalls and all that stuff on the beach. Remember, they had to do the hike the waterf- to there. No, they're on an in- their interior. Their interior on the island. Yeah, but then they get in the, the water, and then they have to swim over. 
Mm. Yeah, I love that movie, but I'm I'm not feeling it as a beach movie. Not enough beach scenes okay. to count it as okay. a beach movie, even though it's on an island. Right. The beach is the part between the water and the grass line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where the sand is. Yeah, no, there's sand in the water, Sam. And if you're on an island, there's sand interior. You shut yeah, her down. I think you broke her, man. Water? No, <laughs> I don't think she didn't can break comprehend me. this. I'm just... <laughs> yeah, because it goes water, sand, and then whatever land, trees, palm trees, all that stuff. There's sand and then water. I understand that underneath the water there's sand, but there is sand for the whole thing, which makes it a beach. It isn't a beach all the time just because you're standing on sand. Like okay. this text here says, Sam's logic, you could pick the karate kid. It has a, quote, beach scene. A major part of the movie is that scene where he's doing the uh, crane kick or whatnot. Yeah, it's true. Mm, but the majority of the yeah. movie is not placed no. on the beach at all whatsoever. So I don't consider it a beach movie. No. Somebody's fixed, somebody saved you for couples retreat. It's the beach scene when they all get naked. There you go. That's true. Oh, Yes, they weren't doing yoga. You're correct. When they're staring at each other, mm-hmm. being like, "Look, look at the look at their beautiful body," and then he's like, right. "You look fruitful. so you were confusing you look the like scenes." The earth. Yes, you're right. Uh, okay. That is true. All right, because I was looking at the image. I'm like, "How is you? There's no sand in this shot at all. They're on wood." <laughs> yes, you. That yes, you sense. are 100 percent correct. That's what I was thinking of. Number one on my top list terrifying movie, changed movies, is Jaws. Yeah. I think that's a deserving number one spot. I mean, for you. People's reason to be scared of sharks now is because of that movie. Mm. Still. Yes. If they remade that movie now, it would still Um, be terrifying. Yeah. Sharks are mean. Uh, somebody said Lilo and Stitch. Okay. Yeah, I considered putting that on my list, but I I like The Little Mermaid more. Oh, man, here's another one. Along Came Polly. The whole basis of that movie is she mm. they're laying on the beach, and she leaves him to go scuba diving, leaves him on the beach, and then she go bangs the scuba, dri- the scuba diver. Okay, right, and then he goes to New to New York with Jennifer Aniston. You're right, and then at the end of the movie, they go to that same beach together. Yeah, that's a really good one. Uh, Endless Summer. Um, the Heartbreak. Oh yeah. Mm. Uh, the Heartbreak Kid, one of my favorite movies with Ben Stiller, and. That um, that one girl with a weird name, like Makilla something, she looks like Kristen Bell, um, and she shows her her blonde bush in that movie, and there's a lot of Malin sex Ackerman. in that movie. Yes, her. Yeah, yeah. They're they're in a, a Mexico resort, and a lot of scenes take on the beach. That was another honorable mention that I had. Endless summer is that what you say? Yeah. Mm. Never seen it either. Yeah, it's an older movie. Mm. 
Somebody texted in super, yeah. all the Frankie Avalon movies from the 60s. Have you, anybody mm-hmm. just out of the three of us watched any of those at all whatsoever? Sure. My mom watched them all the time. Okay. The only thing that I, I think mm-hmm. it was from Good Morning Vietnam and they were watching like Beach Blanket Bingo or that was like a scene in there or something yeah. like that. So that's the only thing that I know about it. I've never seen any of the uh, any of those movies, but I guess yeah. it works. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a whole genre of like '60s movies where they did beach movies with like rock stars and stuff like that. They made fun of it in uh, The Wonders. Okay, I don't think I've ever seen that one. Either. What were we gonna say, Sam? Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say that I put it on our Facebook page at facebook.com/bms69. If you want to add what your top five beach movies are. Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. The Big Man Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Uh, You might remember this little lady. She sounds like Miss Doubtfire. Her name's Adele. Well, she doesn't look anything like you remember her. Nope. No, no, she no, no, no. She is hot no. AF. Yeah, yeah, she is. Um, She's lost a ton of weight. Here's the thing, though, Sam. She looks great. I don't want to say she doesn't look great. But she is dressed up for her birthday, so she could be wearing Spanx and some other things to make herself a little more put together. She looks, I thought mm-hmm. she was unbelievable before, but she looks fantastic. Yeah, you know when Mama June lost all that weight? I mean, she was a hefty, hefty gal, Mama June was. And she lost all that weight, and yet she still looked hideous. Not so much from Adele. Adele lost, she was a good-looking gal. She is a big, you know, a bigger gal for sure. And then she lost, and it's like, God dang, woman. Woo! Well, I think that Mama June did the band thing. So her body, like her face and stuff, didn't get a chance to catch up. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I and I think Adele. I, I don't know. I I'm under the impression Adele like put in the work to lose all that weight. She's out there working out, hitting the gyms, yeah. eating right, doing whatever, not yeah. taking the quote unquote cheaters route out. Um, do you know what that is called? It's called a revenge body, baby. She got divorced, right. and she's like, I'm gonna show that ass. <laughs> yeah that means her album's gonna suck i was gonna say like does that mean now that like <laughs> instead of these sad sappy songs or whatever she's like gonna turn super slutty and and everything's just a 10 per or whatever on the on the slut scale right i, I don't know <laughs> i don't know whatever it is I, I even if she's sa- even if she sings about being skanky it's gonna sound soulful and like in the same way that you listen to any of her other songs and like i i literally remember listening to um the the never mind i'll find someone like you and having feeling like 
man, I've never had my heart broken. I want to know what it feels like to have my heart broken listening to this song. And so even if she sees like, you know, I love D and partying, you're going to listen to it and be like, God, I love D and partying. No, like not, uh, she no, just has a way no, about it. No, no, <laughs> yes. that will never. Uh, no, <laughs> it ain't going to happen. Nope. Yeah, she's just gonna have soulful party music, and and you'll you'll listen to it and be like, uh, yes, girl, I feel that too. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, if she starts singing about having sex with boys and D's and all that, I'm not gonna listen to it. Because that's not who she is. That's, at least that's not how you know her as anyway. That's not what attracted no, you to her. It music. doesn't interest me. Mm. I don't typically listen to music about women banging dudes. Mm. <laughs> having a relationship a, um, yes. not true that's what her previous album was was about a okay, relationship I was gonna say ta- like Taylor Swift all she sings about is banging dudes uh, yes, she sings about relationships yeah she ain't singing about getting after whatever no yeah mm. I'm not I have no interest in hearing about I don't even want to listen to music about people partying really that doesn't interest me it doesn't interest me. If there's a song about, hey, I went out on the boat this la- on the lake and drank some beers with my friend, okay, you got me. Okay. But to go out and do shot, 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 <laughs> shot, shot, I know, that doesn't do it for me. Right, because that's just not, not part of your life anymore right now. Oh, getting fleek and going See, to the club, <laughs> that has no interest for me. I don't have to, um, like... I don't have to be interested in whatever they're singing about to like that song. Like, okay. even uh, I currently don't do shot, 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 shot. It's like every once in a while, maybe. But I still like listening to music about it. I don't murder people or snort coke. But I still like rap music that talks about it. So one could probably okay. say that deep down inside, you want to. You want to you know, be in that party lifestyle. You want to, you know, or else you wouldn't listen to it. It'd be like, that's not a part of me anymore. So, like, deep down aside, there's a little little, little cocaine seed that's like, hey, mm-hmm. you want a little, little tutor? Too? There's like a murder and cocaine seed <laughs> <Yes>. that's... <laughs> just waiting to blossom. <laughs> I've got Sam, very deep. Sam goes right. on, a, on a coke just, bender and I'm... kills everybody. <laughs> right, I've just been dying to, you know, join a gang. I just haven't been brave enough to do so. <laughs> Right, right, no. right, right. You don't want to get beat in or sexed in or whatever they do. I'm not saying people shouldn't enjoy that music. <laughs> I'm saying I just don't. I've never even really listened to gangster rap. Mm. If you go through my library of music, my rap stuff's pretty limited. Right? I'm not talking about old school stuff that I listened to when I was partying. Right. When I was in college and high school. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm talking now. Like I don't listen to Childish Gambino. Isn't exactly gangster type of music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it just doesn't do it him. for me. Yeah, maybe I'm just in that can't. middle phase. If you want to, <laughs> what middle phase would that be? Like in between what? Where I act like where I act old. I don't do any of those things anymore, but I enjoy listening to people who are doing those things. Reminiscing about those days where she was that party girl. 
Right. No, yeah, okay. Now I'm getting middle-aged, and it's hurting me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Maybe I do. I remember like, I would listen here. to this music and relate. And I can get up. <laughs> okay, so give me a letter of the alphabet, Sam, to go to in my library. Ooh, fun. Uh, S. And I think sex. having one, well, maybe one song would be against that S. Okay. Here we go. S. Sam Smith. Okay. Sarah McLaughlin, Seether, Sick Puppies, Silver Some Pickups, Sleepy Jackson, Slipknot. <laughs> wow. Pumpkins. What a variety. Sparta, Spoon, Steel Train, Stevie Wonder, Sturgill Simpson, Swell Season, System of a Down. Sublime. So, can you, are you able to look at like the songs that you have played the most? Yeah. Like my most played. What is, mm-hmm, what is your most played song? Okay. Hold on, it's gonna take a. Second. And Gimpy, I, I'm at, I want to know the same thing from you. Oh, I'll tell you right now. It's uh, so. Go ahead, Cody Jinx, Mama song. He's a country guy, and a lot of it's country because that's what I'm into, what whatnots. But uh, that's probably my most played song right now. I listen to that thing at least, at least four times a day, easy. I what think I have a different about? situation because mine are mine are all like, kid, like my most played are it's all children's music. Love is an open door from Frozen has been played like 150 times. <laughs> the top, all of these are yeah. all Moana and Frozen. And tootita, 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 all yeah, yeah. The top twenty are all children's songs. The first non-children song is uh, our artist is Alabama Shakes. Okay. Um, and that song is about which one are you talking about? Uh, a relationship, the Alabama Shakes. Yeah. The- Okay. And Gimpy, you're most listened to Mama Song. What is that about? Uh, it's about uh, this guy who is, who's on the road. Cody Jinx, man, he's on the road. He's trying to make it. He's trying to become a, a big country star, and he's just thanking his mom for being there for him, for helping him out when he couldn't do it. There's a line in there that's like, I'll never forget, you know, when I moved out to California to try to make this thing happen, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't pay my bills that I've racked up. You helped me. I almost lost my truck, and you were there to help me out. And it's just just basically a thanks to his mama for always being there and supporting him and what he needed and what he's doing. So you're just missing your mom a lot listening to it four times a day? Not necessarily. It's just a good song. It's just a really good song. It's not that I miss my mom. Okay. I don't I don't put it in and then, you know, hold a picture of my mom and then boo-hoo for the rest of the day. No, I'm like, this is just... Cody Jinx is an awesome um, um, musician and artist as it is. All of his music's really good. I haven't come across anything yet. I'm like, that's a turd. Get it out of here. But that one right there, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a mom thing. And, you know, it's just a respect that he has for her and, and a hard work ethic sort of thing. And it's just it's just good. It's just good. What's yours, Sam? Uh, call it what you want. It's a Taylor Swift song about being in Lerve. Right? Totally predictable. Sure. I mean, like what you would expect yeah. you to have. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back, find out what everybody learned. Mm-hmm. 
Tulsa's Morning Show is coming right back. The Big Mad Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Go ahead and find out what everybody learned. You're going to tell us your favorite part of the show. Sam, what'd you learn today? I learned that Gimpy likes his men oiled up. And I don't need a fire extinguisher because I have one amazing blower. Um, uh, yeah, Gimpy, what'd you learn today? Uh, well, <laughs> oh, I, I learned that if you're going to be naked and covered in feces, do it in your own home, not somebody else's. And then I also learned that deep down inside, Sam's a coke-crazed murdering arsonist. Uh, I learned that if we're going to go with Gimpy's thing of he's done drugs at some point in his life, so therefore he's the expert, then Sam is our resident juice box expert. Mmm. Because that's all she drinks. True. And technically now, because of today, our resident arsonist expert. Faux show. Faux show. (laughs) There is somebody on this show that has committed more crimes than anyone else, and that is Sam. Yeah, the person you least suspect. (gasps) Okay, that was accidental arson. (laughs) Sure it was. That's what they all tell tell it to the the judge. It's Corbin (laughs) saying, make sure that dishwasher's loaded right. I'm Seaman Sam, and this is her mother. This is Gimpy, and I'm sorry. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Uh, 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 yeah. Now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, make some noise. Enter password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show, I'd like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total, total, total douchebag. douchebag. Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll! It's over! Bicycle, Tulsa. <laughs> God bless Tulsa. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked Looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at thirty thousand feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus.